I dedicate this to all the people that ain't gonna listen to it, you know? Yeah, yeah. Seven of the Up In Your Basement podcast is once again brought to you by No Deadbeat Society, www.nodeadbeatsociety.com, facebook.com slash nodeadbeatsociety, instagram.com slash nodeadbeatsociety, basically Google No Deadbeat Society, if you're a father, check out the brand, it's pretty cool, it's got about 50,000 guys now involved, um, but yeah, uh, so that's the sponsor of this one, um, Lenny Deco. Lift you so high, make your feet cold, or something like that. <laughs> uh, this this is a good episode. This is a cool episode. I got to talk to Moe's Isley. Um, I've always wondered how you really pronounce that, even though I'm a Star Wars geek, which is odd. But anyways, um, this episode is with a former sweatshop union. Well, I don't even know if I should say former. He's, they're probably still all good. Um, but anyways, he was a member of Sweatshop Union, which was a collective of hip-hop guys and groups um, around the Vancouver area that I, I think mid-2000s is probably when they really popped off and got and got big and they were all over the radio when they signed with Battle X Records. But anyways, I had a great conversation with him about um, you know how he's transitioning into finally putting out a solo record and, and uh, what he's listening to and things like that. This guy is probably one of the one of the most intelligent rappers um, that's come out of, of the of the area for sure. Uh, a sweatshop was known for that though. You know, it was a little political, but it was it was some thought provoking hip hop, and uh, it kind of made its own genre. I think in Canada, it was dope. But anyways, let's uh, let's get into the let's get right into the interview. Um. Well, actually, I've been I've been working on on uh, solo stuff for quite a while now. Um. Starting last summer, really, actually. Um. And doing that, also working on something with a good friend of mine uh, called Dharma Gang. It's another project that I'm that I'm working on. Um, and then, you know, I'm actually going to be branching out again this year. I have so many friends in the in the music industry or the music business or whatever, and artists that you know I've always wanted to work with and just have never made it happen. So this year, I'll be I'll be pursuing some of those kind of tracks that we've been talking about for a while. But yeah, basically, I'm just doing it, man. That's awesome. Awesome. Yeah, haven't haven't toured a lot, so I've just been in, in you know at home in the home studio, yeah, making beats and working on songs. Do you uh do you have plans to to get back on the road at some point or? Yeah, I think at this point in the in my career, it's about quality over quantity. You know, when you're younger and you have something to prove, it feels like you got to do, you know, hundreds of shows a year, you know, to get your name or keep your name on the map or whatever. And I don't feel like that anymore. So I, I'm I'm definitely looking forward to doing some things that are more meaningful or, you know, pay better or, you know, it's not doing it to be doing it. So yeah, I'm definitely down, but I also have two kids and, yeah. you know, so it's like, I don't really feel like, so you got to make, you got to make it make sense. I'm thinking more Europe and, and places like that. Oh, awesome. Awesome. Yeah. It's an awesome scene over there. Um, yeah. What, what, uh, in terms of the type of music you're making, are you still making like, you know, consider, let's just pretend I, I haven't heard anything. How'd you describe like what you are? Are you staying on the tip you were on before, like the the knowledgeable hip hop? Are you branching out and trying new genres and things? Or? Uh, well, you know, it's uh, for sure. I think that that you know a good you know hip hop is is at the heart of everything that that I do, and I think that that goes for a lot of people, even if they branch out. I think we're all informed by hip hop and growing up in in hip hop, you know. So that's always going to be a part of it, or is going to have that flavor, but. Um, I'm definitely also expanding into other genres, Sonic, 
world music is actually kind of close to my heart. It's one of my favorite types of music. So for years when people were like, okay, so what kind of music do you listen to? You know, and I'd be like, ah, uh, I listen to, you know, Mali blues and Nigerian pop music and, and Iranian uh, traditional music. And I listen to Indian music, you know, and then, you know, they're hoping I'd be like, you know, J. Cole, et cetera. <laughs> um, so there's that. So I've been trying to actually reconcile that because, you know, uh, as you probably know, being in hip hop, our hip hop community, as much as it's like, you know, filled with, uh, you know, people that are from different cultures, it itself doesn't really embrace world music very much. You know what I mean? So it's kind of a, it's a bit of a funny situation there. So I'm, I'm hoping that to kind of bring that vibe a bit without being cheesy. You know, I think that's what we're always trying to, trying to achieve in hip hop is like still, you know, get that head nod, like, okay, this is something, but like maybe expand it past what we've kind of done, which is sampling North American music almost exclusively. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, do you get into the production side of things a bit too, or? Yeah. I've been making beats since uh, the nineties and uh, actually throughout the, the stuff I did with sweatshop, there was quite a few songs that I had produced, you know, not, not constantly, but almost every record has some of me on there and we all co-produced as well. So whenever, you know, we're in the studio, we're all working together, but last few years I've been kind of on my own. Uh, I, you know, I moved to the Island, so I've, I've been physically also away from a lot of people and it's kind of given me a bit of more clarity and kind of also more the, um, what do you call it? Like the, the desire to do it on my own. So I've been doing that for sure. Are you uh, producing, like just strictly producing anything for anyone else or? Uh, not at this point. I, I feel part of it's because uh, there is very little time in my life. So whatever I come up with is generally going to be used by me, you know? <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. But uh, that does that's not to say that there are definitely people I have my eyes on and people have also like hit me up or, you know, I've talked to you about collabing and they're like, well, you know, I know you make beats, why don't you send something through? It would mean so much more if it was like, you know, from the bottom up from, from me. Right. So that's yeah. definitely something I'm looking to do as well. Awesome. Awesome. Um, you know, back in when sweatshop was all over, like you guys, you know, when you blew up and I, I you know, Canadian, everyone in Canada know, knows who you guys are, but who were, you know, you're in our face and with all that good music and you kind of got, you guys came together with something that probably wasn't really heard before by the, by the, the masses, I'd say, I think I, I remember, you know, listening as a fan back then. Do you think that, uh, like, an, that there's a, an opportunity for an up and coming Canadian kid to 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 do that again, or do you think times have changed now too much? I think that it, absolutely there's an opportunity, and I think, um, you know, when you say times have changed, we're you know we're talking about the kind of new trends in in hip hop music, obviously, in rap music, and uh, I feel like there's definitely anytime there's something happening that's, you know, let's say it's going to a different kind of style or whatever there's going to be also a lot of people that that do want to hear something more conscious or more original or more like true to what we all know hip-hop to be um what i'd like to see is is and there's some coming up right now but people that are able to just be themselves like you know you don't have to like go out and try to be conscious you know which is yeah. you know we never did either i think that's one of the things with sweatshop sure the name you know it was it was a you know so-called conscious hip-hop name or whatever but it was like for us it was that's just what we did you know we that's the stuff we thought about that's the stuff we talked about so that's the music we made so i think there's definitely a place for that uh for someone or multiple people that are like that and they're all up and coming too you see a lot of the younger guys you know that for one you know the so-called mumble rap kind of movement is like it's i think it's dope personally i don't really have a beef with it but um 
that's where a lot of young people, it's like, I either do that or I'm going to do this bars or I'm going to do this conscious, you know, like, I think that there is a place for someone to do all of it. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah, interesting. Yeah, yeah. Like, sense. you don't have to just be on the one tip and be like, well, no, nah, I'm going to be the opposite of this. I'm going to be the conscious dude. Or I'm going to spit fire bars and, and then kind of, you know, I feel like we need a balance. I feel like, it, you know, everyone's trying to ask you to be on this side or the other side. I feel like the young, smart guys will, will be able to kind of do it all a little bit. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah I think they have the opportunity now to, to you know, they, just like you said, you can be yourself a little bit more now. You know, there's not, Absolutely. The, not so much worrying about the image, right? Um, well, for sure. I think, and, and that's sorry, just to add to that. That's one yeah. of the things that actually do credit the, I hate to call it mumble rap, but the new rap movement, the, the thing I do credit them with is that they are a lot more like what like alternative rock was like in the 90s, where people were just doing them, you know, they weren't trying to fit into something or posture, they're just being who they were and being vulnerable and being weird and things that aren't really accepted in, traditionally in the hip hop community, you know what I mean? So yeah. I think that's kind of cool. I think they've broken open a box there where people can step into that and kind of work with that, you know? Yeah, for sure. Um, so I got to ask, just just because we've talked about other genres you're into and stuff, strictly speaking, outside of your camps, outside of your friends, and the, uh, who are you listening to Canadian hip-hop rap-wise right now? Canadian hip-hop rap-wise? Ooh, that's kind of tough, actually. Um, I mean, I don't want to say I'm not, but... Uh, <laughs> um i i you know actually i'm I'm kind of partial to to uh, uh some of the native guys coming up like uh well not coming up helen back is one of the ogs of the yeah. of the hip-hop scene in canada and you know he's still doing it really good and and i you know i'm kind of looking nowadays to 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 hear more you know like mob bounce people that are doing something that you know in in some ways was marginalized I'm, that's kind of i'm i'm always kind of rooting for for the people that weren't front and center in terms of like the narrative. So I think though, I'm definitely like, you know, and people like um, Dreesus, you know, obviously he's, he's, uh, he's there, he's doing some big things. So I, you know, and I don't want to just name native rappers, but I think that's for me, it's like, those are some of the dudes where I'm like, you know, those guys are inspiring me to say, Hey, you know, these guys came from, you know, various backgrounds and, and things that, you know, a lot of us rank and file Canadians don't even know about. Right. So yeah. I think that's something to me, that's interesting. Whereas, you know, um, yeah. But other than that, obviously there's there's probably a, a ton of other people that I'm 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 neglecting here. But you know, just the people that kind of perked my ears up recently have been have been more along that kind of you know. Cool, cool. Um, if you so going back to just a little bit on sweatshop, sweatshop, but then more towards uh, up and coming. You, so sweatshop, you know, you guys signed a deal. There was there was you guys had the videos. You guys were working with everybody. You were on the radio everywhere. What like time? Yes, times have changed. You know, digital digital media has made it all made it a little bit more accessible which, and there's good and bad that comes from that. But do you have any advice to like a, like, let's say there's a, there's a kid out there and he's, you know, he knows he makes, he makes something a little different. It sounds good. Um, do you have any advice for him on like how you think now in 2018, he could get his music into the right hands or, or what he could do to, or she could do to, um, to, to, to get to that next level. Like, I mean, I know there's, you could probably sit for a few hours and go through everything you've been through, but maybe just some quick mm -hmm. advice. Yeah. Well, I, you know, I'd say that, that, um, one of the main things now, and I'm sure you've heard this tons and you think this too, or, or have talked about this, but, um, I, I feel like it's less about getting it into anyone's hands, but more kind of just taking control of like the avenues that you have at your disposal without needing anyone else. You know, I think that's something that I really, you know, 
old guys, so-called like me, you know, that that were that were in the music industry when it was actually like a recording industry and there was CDs being bought. We're still trying to catch up to how crazy and how accessible things are now. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, and so with the young guys, I think that or any up and coming guys, they don't have to be young, but people that haven't done it. You know, I think that one of the first things I would definitely my first advice is to really, really have your social media and your and your, you know, all your online presence completely figured out and figure out like what you're trying to represent, even if it's on a per project basis. Like, what does it look like? What does it feel like? What's the vibe you're trying to give off? Like, you're now the person that's going to control that before. Yeah, you'd sign a deal. You'd have a bunch of strangers trying to tell you, okay, you're going to look like this. We're going to get this guy to style you and we're going to do this video and, and they control your image and they control who it gets to. And, and now I think the power is that you, you can do all that yourself. You know, obviously it's not as easy as that, but it, you know, the access, accessibility is there. So then you have to figure out how to really like leverage that kind of power of the internet to really make it. And, and I think a lot of people are doing that, of course, you know, so that's one thing I'd say, don't look to other people. I'd say, look to yourself. What can you do? And what's in your network? People that will work with you, not, you know, people that you have to like, you know, impress and, and grovel to or whatever it is, or, you know, people that supposedly are higher ups and know better. I think nowadays it's a real pretty even playing field, you know? So there's a lot of information out there as far as doing it really on your own. And then maybe once you get to a plateau that you're like, okay, I did this, you know, then maybe you can, approach or you will likely be approached by people that are representing bigger you know interests or companies that then they will want to do something and then you have the power to say yes or no and so instead of going in you know already on someone's coattails you know that's something that i, I would definitely would love to see a lot more young people kind of take that and i think they are you know yeah yep, for sure that's good advice um all right lastly where uh where can someone hear all everything you're working on? Do you have it, it all in one place? Yeah, well, it's all it's all secret right now. But I'm I'm definitely and speaking of which, I I haven't really like stepped out as a solo artist. You know, I haven't really even like made that a thing because I've really been kind of brewing and trying to figure out what's the best, say, best handful of songs to present as the, you know, because there's a lot there's some pressure on on a person like me because I've had a long career already. So it's like what's this first shit that's going to be like when it comes out? So there's that kind of expectation and pressure. So I'm, I'm really trying to craft it where when it comes out, it's like, okay, that that's it. You know, that's, that's some shit. Not like, oh, I, I don't want anyone to have to think whether they like it or not. I want to make sure that it's the cream of the crop comes out first so people get that idea like, oh, this is serious. You know, so that's right now it's, it's definitely all on lockdown until I've got that exact kind of combination of, of tracks and then when it comes out i'll definitely let everyone know and i'll definitely let you know yeah yeah for sure well uh i'll definitely throw it up on the site and everything once it's out that's Sick. awesome well, i appreciate that so that was yeah, it great awesome, interview man. always well, uh it's, it's always awesome yeah. connecting with someone that's like you said, you're, that's you're, uh, in got, a big transition got, phase uh, but also who's not stopping music, like the guy's been around for some uh, time and he's still doing his thing and puts out puts out good music that being said it's not easy to find a solo record of his um you know i have all the sweatshop albums from uh from our tracks i should say because there was a bunch of singles i got from back in the day but i didn't really want to throw a, a sweatshop single or, or a track on on this interview so i actually um i got a, a verse here he did on a track with fatty down called we broke uh fatty down is a uh, another veteran of the vancouver vancouver island hip-hop scene for sure not sure what he's up to these days but let's uh let's listen to mr Mars's uh uh, verse on this track, and uh, we'll we'll leave it there. 
reality That's just your fantasy Cause we broke Shorty wanna go for Japanese But all we can afford is mac and cheese Love, your friends calling me and nobody But tell me who's better steaming your broccoli, huh? Promise that I'd never ever leave ya Never stop pumping love songs through your speakers Plus I know you really love the way I freak ya Keep you warm with the charm even with the heat cut I want to take you on a shopping spree yeah. Buy you every house on the block just like Monopoly Now I wanna take you around the world with me